This is Sound Mindset. I'm Robert, and today is Thursday. I hope you're doing well wherever you're joining me from. So glad we can do this together. Scripture says, Be still and know that I'm God. So for the next 10 minutes, we're going to do that. Starting by focusing on a very simple breathing exercise, just to still our minds and get ourselves present. And then we'll get in touch with what we're feeling inside so that we can bring that to God for Him to know our heart. And we'll finish our time by focusing on God's Word. We do all of this to get present in His presence. So as we begin, I invite you to just get comfortable wherever you are right now. Settle in. Relax your body. If it's safe to do so, close your eyes. Let's focus on a very simple breathing exercise. When we start, we'll breathe in through our nose for a count of four, hold it for a count of four, and then exhale slowly through our mouth for a count of six. All right, start by completely exhaling. Now inhale through your nose. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. And exhale through your mouth. Three, four. Five, six. Again, inhale. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. And exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Do this a couple more times on your own. Just slowing down and breathing in deeply through your nose and exhaling slowly through your mouth. Relax your muscles. If you feel tension in your body, just let it drop. Soften your jaw. Loosen your hands. Just focus on your breathing. As you slow down, getting fully present in this moment right now. As you breathe in and out. Now let's check in with what we're feeling in this moment right now, not in general, but right now. What are you feeling inside? Now with those feelings in mind, let's focus on our Father who meets us here. So He's with us right now. I want you to picture Him with you right now in your same physical space. You have his full attention. Let your father who loves you more than anything in the world, let him know what you're feeling. Not what you think he wants to hear, but what's going on in your heart. And then let's just sit in stillness, in quiet, in silence, aware of his presence and listening for his still small voice.
Jesus taught some fascinating principles about persistence that we should all pray in Luke 11. Then teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight, wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, A friend of mine has just arrived for a visit, and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, Don't bother me. The door is locked for the night, and my family are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open for you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Your father, you fathers, if your children ask you for fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask you for eggs, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? There's so much in this passage. What sticks out to you? What did you hear? How do these words challenge you to pray? And how should you change your prayers to match these principles? Maybe more persistence? More honesty? More expectation? Maybe a healthier perspective that God wants to bless you. Listen to this passage again. This time, I'm going to read it from the Message Bible. Then Jesus said, Imagine what would happen if you went to a friend in the middle of the night and said, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. An old friend traveling through just showed up, and I don't have a thing on hand. The friend answers from his bed, Don't bother me. The door's locked. My children are all down for the night. I can't get up to give you anything. Let me tell you, even if he won't get up because he's your friend, if you stand your ground knocking and waking all the neighbors, he'll finally get up and get you what you need. Here's what I'm saying. Ask and you'll get. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will open. Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This is not a cat or mouse hide-and-seek game we're in. If your little boy asks for a serving of fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? If your little girl asks for an egg, do you trick her with a spider? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of doing such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. And don't you think the Father, who conceived you in love, will give the Holy Spirit when you ask him? So, how much do you ask? How much do you seek? How much do you knock? Do you pray one or two times and then assume that you've already prayed for it? 
Or do you pray for, let's say, fish, but in your heart you expect snakes? Jesus made a lot of promises to us here. Maybe we should start to take him up on that. As you think about what this means, that your good Father will give an answer when you persistently ask, let's again ruminate on that and take in some slow, deep breaths. Breathe in deep and slowly exhale. Let go of your strife and your stress. Let's move into the balance that God offers us today and trust him as our good father. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, forgive me when I expect, but I don't ask. Forgive me when I ask for fish, but think you're going to hand me a snake. Help me change my mind so you can change my heart. Let my prayers be like a child expecting good gifts from a father. As above, so below. Amen. Thanks for being with me, friend. Looking forward to being back with you tomorrow. God bless.